at the final, Sheldon, and I got to tell you, I'm liking the I'm I'm don't know who's going to win, obviously, but I'm liking this season. I'm John Chidley Hill. And I am Sheldon Alexander scrambling to find his notes. As, <laughs> uh, it's been a scrambled week as to, I mean, I guess you can figure out if you're a fan of the pod because you haven't listened to the pod yet. And it, I guess you'll listen to it probably Monday morning. <laughs> yeah, because it's Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is You Killed It, the Better Late Than Never Challenge podcast. Yeah. We are so sorry. I know that we warned you guys that the podcast was going to be a little bit later last week, but then things in our personal lives and both our personal lives took over and made it a little tough. So we are sorry using that classic Canadian expression, but we're here. We made it just like Casey bringing up the rear on the final. shots fired um yeah i mean it's very strange and like it's strange that you know obviously we talk a lot about stuff going on with our like work stuff that goes on you know and how busy the schedule keeps us and stuff like that and how we fit in the pod but it was funny that during the exact same week we both had like just some real life stuff that had to put other things to the back burner and this being one but this works as a, somewhat of a therapy session, kind of a, a, a breather from said real life. Yeah. So I'm happy for that. And I'm happy for a lot of the comments we got actually from our uh, 201st episode, Extravaganza. That's right. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. I uh, thought it was funny that we have been so good and so punctual for so long. And it all broke down after 201. Right, we hit Two, that high. <laughs> Two hundred one was so big, we just couldn't we couldn't recover in time, you know. Well, as those of you who follow me on Instagram know, I celebrated our two hundred first anniversary anniversary episode by going to the Dominican Republic, and that's not why this episode's late. When I came back to Canada, mm-hmm. I had real shit going on. Yeah, um, and then Sheldon had real shit going on. <laughs> But yes, all the feedback from everyone was so nice. Mm. And I really enjoyed everyone who picked up on the joke a little bit. Um, What I do want the people to do, though, I want you guys to message Amanda and tell Amanda that she should come on our show. That's what I think you guys should do to uh, for us for our uh, present for our 201st episode. Yeah, that's my request. I, I support that. We don't do that often, actually. I'm thinking about it. I don't think I've ever done that before. Hey, people, message this person. Tell them to come on the pod. I don't think I've ever said that before. But here we people, are, feeling spicy. People may not believe this, but oftentimes when guests come on, they ask to come on. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, that's usually how it happens. That That's typical John being super cocky, but like it's true. Like more often than not, people have been like, hey, can I come on the pod? We're like, yeah, for sure. We'd love to have you. So, you know. Good times. Good times. So, um, but generate that buzz. Listen to Sheldon. Yeah. And let's, let's, let's get to this. So, cause I want to say the starting of this episode was really good. Um, obviously it was the night of eliminations. Two people were going home. The yeah. cells were no more. And I love the drama of, you know, you, everyone had to vote on the spot. That's incredible. And I feel like 
and not to go too well i mean obviously me saying this is going too far ahead we don't have to get into it but i bet you they do it again next yeah. episode right well what i liked is that and i say this every season the last two sometimes three episodes before a final always kind of suck mm-hmm. i don't feel like we had that this season like i didn't feel like there was that dip in quality it wasn't it they weren't necessarily the best episodes of the season for sure but it wasn't there was like there have been previous seasons where i've just been like fuck wait held the sneeze <laughs> i've been like fuck me like this is so boring let's get to the final Whereas I felt like they kept that momentum going and I liked it. And I liked, I love how these two final eliminations panned out and how we saw two people make the wrong choices for different reasons. Yeah. And I mean, there's a lot of different angles to this and I'll be honest with you. I found the very beginning of this episode a lot more entertaining than the rest of the episode. Like I didn't think, like after the eliminations, I didn't think it was that good of an episode, but we oh. will get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that though. So anyways, I thought this part was really good just because of the way it was all set up, right? And Emmanuel, the part that was almost forgotten was that he just finished an elimination. <laughs> right? Yeah, so, an inspiring one too. Exactly. Like it was an endurance one. Which I didn't, it didn't really click in for me. We'll, we'll get to it. But anyways, so he gets a pick first, right? And the women are going first. They don't know what the elimination is going to be. But TJ does say it's not going to be what Emmanuel and uh, what's my guy's name? Logan just did. So he picks Amanda. And I'm breaking down the votes here because I, I, I think the voting part is very interesting to me on both sides, right? The men and the women. So he picks Amanda. Then you get Tor. Then she says Tori. Nani and Devin both pick Amanda. So she's going in. Tori also says, Amanda, we get it. Nelson says, Tori, we get it, right? I don't want to get too far ahead. There's an important thing that happens in this moment. Tori votes for Amanda, Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Nelson votes for Tori. Yeah, but he's struggling with the decision because he doesn't want to betray Amanda. Mm -hmm. But he's also friends with Tori. Yeah. And Tori says to him, vote for me because she's going to call me down anyway. Uh, yes, this is true. That is a key moment. <laughs> for sure. That we're going to circle back to. Yeah. yeah I have to sure. mention. Good call. So eight votes end up being for Amanda. And, you know, who did you think Amanda should pick? Nani. Not knowing, not knowing what the elimination is. Nani, Nani. right? Yeah. It's Nani, hands down. I know people like Nani. And I'm not saying Nani's a bad person. I'm not saying that she's bad on TV. What I am saying is she is the least strong, least smart woman mm-hmm. left on the show. Also, too, like I'm I would uh, qualify myself as a Nani fan, right? So I would be team Nani in most situations. This season has been horrible for Nani. It's just been terrible. She hasn't done anything. It's been extremely boring. And the only reason why I would be a Nani fan before would be because in normal circumstances, at least if she's not being a good challenge competitor, she's bringing other things to the table. She's being good TV. Exactly. And we didn't get that at all this season. So that's kind of where where I sit on that. But 
Okay, so Amanda explains that she doesn't want to pick. Well, first off, Nelson trying to give her good advice, right? Nelson saying, do not pick Tori. Don't be emotional, right? And I, I, I'll bring this up. And it's funny because I just said this on our football pod that we do. Shameless plug, DRF Sports Podcast. If you need football picks, follow us online, wherever you get your podcast. Again, DRF Sports Podcast. But my point is, I said this last week on that pod, and it was about being mad about picking, I forget what team it was. There's a team that kept screwing me over. But anyways, the point was, I quoted your man's uh, Kevin O'Leary from, uh, well, Shark Tank in the States, but in Canada, Dragon's Den, right? Um, but he always says, my money has no emotions, right? That's what he says to every single person that comes onto the show with their sob story, you know, like, oh, I put in my whole life savings into this idea. And he's always like, yeah, that's great. But my money has no emotion. So tell me why this is a good idea. I say that to say this, Amanda is emotional and decides to pick Tori and it's all emotional and they haven't really addressed it on the show, but we've talked about it on this pod because remember I, I mentioned it earlier. I remember watching a live stream at IG live with her, her roommate, and then Fessy came on where they broke down the whole thing about how after not this season, but the prior season of the challenge, where Tori flew out Fessy to Turks at Caicos, I think it was, yep. and how like Amanda, so like she's salty about how like obviously she's with or was messing with Fessy after she knows that Tori also messed with Fessy. So that's really the saltiness. If we're always wondering where the saltiness comes from that they don't really address on the show, right? We just know, oh, she doesn't like her for whatever reason. That's all they keep saying. But yeah. Her emotions make her pick Tori. And Nelson keeps saying that's not the right pick at all. Don't pick Tori. Don't pick Tori. And it's weird, but I feel like I've spent a lot of this season saying I agree with Nelson. I know. It's very weird. He has changed for the better. Mm -hmm. And he's totally right. Like, don't – I mean, Amanda, Amanda was sort of, yes, emotional and was banking heavily – on it being a puzzle yeah because that's the only realm in which she can beat tori all mm -hmm. i'm saying is that she can beat nani i'm pretty sure in everything yeah like nani's taller than her but they're well, they're about the same weight i would hazard and amanda is i think way more fierce, more vicious, probably. See, I think Nani might have given her a go in this elimination. Like, I'm not saying that uh, Amanda wouldn't win. I just think it would be close. Yeah, it would be close. Um, but I'll say this much. I didn't realize that she was, like, that good friends with Nani, that it wouldn't be on the table for her to go against her. So there's a world in which I think that maybe this was Amanda and other people have done this in seasons past. And I can't think of a good example of it off the top of my head, but you know, they're kind of like, well, if I'm going to go home, at least I'm going home to a big competitor, like someone really good. Yeah. And I kind of want to go home anyways. Cause I don't really think I'm going to win the final. Right. Like yeah. I know everyone's like, Oh, we're here for a million dollars. But it's like, I'm not going to like, you know, yourself, if you're going to be able to finish the final and win the final. 
Yeah. Right. And so if you realistically look at yourself and say, well, I'm not going to be able to run like eight miles or I'm making up that number, but run up all these hills and be sleep deprived. Like I'm not going to win anyways. It's like, well, I'm going to shoot my shot. And if I beat Tori, then it's something epic and it's amazing. But if I lose to Tori, well, she's a really good competitor. Does that make yeah. sense? I don't know. It does make sense. So people have been calling this and by people, I mean, MTV's challenge Instagram Okay. talked about the bananas backpack and they call this the Amanda um, fanny pack Ooh, because it's pretty good. They're doing drone drop. So there's a drone, it drops what amounts to a football mm -hmm. uh, and they have to like fight over it and get it into like, it's basically a hoop. They have to get into a basket basically. Like Powerball from American Gladiators. Yeah. And Tori, they're wrestling for the first ball. It's best out of three. They're wrestling for the ball. And Amanda's looking good. Like Amanda's putting up a fight. As I always point out, she played rugby. Like she's not afraid of the contact. She, uh -huh. She's familiar with the contact. Yeah. And Tori gets the idea. She has possession of the ball, although Amanda's all over. Tori gets the idea just throwing the ball closer and then like there'll be a scramble over there. And then I guess Trey figures she'll repossess the ball in some way and then be closer to the basket. Yeah. And so she gets up and like Amanda's all over trying to, and she just picks Amanda up like a child and walks over as if she was doing laundry while babysitting. It <laughs> was pretty funny actually. It was pretty impressive. I mean, I feel like Amanda probably could have struggled out of that, but I also think that once someone carries you like a toddler, mm -hmm. the dominance is pretty assured. It's pretty clear who's going to win yeah. when you're getting treated like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't close at the end. And I think at least Amanda put up a good fight, you know, and you could tell she felt really bad. You know, she's probably embarrassed about how it went down, but realistically, there's just not the right elimination for her to go against Torian. And I don't think that it was necessarily such a bad call because in her mind, if it's the puzzle and if it's reversed and she ends up getting what the guy's elimination was, she loves her chances going against Tori right now. We know Tori would have been good at the numbers thing, but the other two puzzles, I mean, do you know what I mean? I don't think Tori would have done really well in that. And chances nope. are Amanda would have done all right on the numbers puzzle as well. So I get what she's doing, right? Because here, here's the thing too, right? And I guess maybe this is my football gambling mind where I realize a lot of the betting stuff is you're playing probabilities, right? It's all a numbers game. So in her mind, she's thinking, I'm going to go against Tori and there's a 50-50% chance that I get a puzzle in this elimination. And if we get a puzzle, I probably have like a what? 80% chance at beating Tori in that? Yep. Those are pretty good odds. Pretty good odds. Didn't work out in her favor, but, you know. Tori, again, just dominated the second round. Like, yeah. just body-checked Amanda, got the ball, and, like, mm -hmm. Amanda, at least to her credit, as Tori scampered into the end zone, Amanda gave, like, legitimate chase. Mm -hmm. She tried. Like, as... as she didn't uh, quit. As uh, Coach Domenico would say, you don't score until your ass crosses the goal line. <laughs> <Well played. laughs> 
well played. That's my guy. Um, so it's funny though, right? Because Nelson saying that she she made the mistake out of petty revenge was a quote from Nelson. And my whole thing is okay. So she if she doesn't want to go against Nani because they're friends, right? Then who like what would have been the better move because she loses to Emmy and she loses to Casey in the, in that elimination as well. And you can make the argument that, you know, Emmy and Tori are probably like, it's close in terms of who would have done well in that elimination. So, I mean, again, things didn't go well for Amanda and it sucks and, you know, but I, I felt sorry for, I don't know if that, is just you know the fact that I'm an I'm an Amanda fan, like I like Amanda. I also think that in a season that at times really wasn't that good, she made it interesting. Like a bunch of those episodes leading up to this point would have been so trash if not for Amanda stirring shit up, trying to switch teams, and talking shit and all that. Like the season would have been so boring. My only complaint about amanda is who she's dating right now (laughs) that's fair i haven't i haven't checked the uh the gram in a while so i don't know uh the uh status of a messy right now i mean i don't know if a messy are together today but maybe they were yesterday and maybe they will be tomorrow it's fair Um, but the thing that i felt bad for her is that because of manuel had just won the elimination. TJ had him vote first. And before Emmanuel even said her name. She knew. She knew. You could see it in her face. Mm-hmm. She knew what was coming. Yeah. And there's just like, she made it so far. Yeah. Yeah. Short. It's a um, great, it's a great episode. And I'm, I'm a great uh, season for Amanda. And I will say that she does get my line of the episode. I'll oh. say it here. Cause she said she may not be the number one challenger, but she's going to go home and, try to be the number one mom and i thought that was nice that was sweet it's nice yeah and tj gave hey tj had the soft voice going tj was emotional as well you could tell tj appreciated amanda this season he gave her the soft voice he gave her you know this the the emotional speech of like oh you try to play this like the devil woman world but you're really a nice person you're not fooling me you know like as she's sitting there in tears like again TJ Lavin, I know we joke around about it a lot, but just hitting the moments perfectly. That's what a good host does. Absolutely. Then, and I I set this up, Mm -hmm. because Tori won the elimination. She got to cast the first vote for the men. And she votes for Nelson because, Mm -hmm. and I quote, he voted for me. Correct. What? Like, I like Tori, and I typically do not like Nelson, but that was bullshit. Yeah, I mean, in fairness, I I remember her saying something to that effect, but I can neither confirm nor deny that that is exactly what she said. I didn't, like, rewatch it over, because, to be honest, I'm so annoyed with Tori this season, and this episode didn't help much, so... Even if she if she did say that, then it makes total sense because it fits the narrative of just her being just all completely all over the place, right? Like that's that's basically it. She's all over the place in this season. Um, but yeah, made no sense. Uh, she picks Nelson, and sorry, you had more. You want to crush Tori some more before we break down the votes? It's okay. 
Well, it's just bullshit because she had not just given permission to Nelson to vote for her, but like made a fair argument that his vote didn't matter. And it didn't matter, Mm -hmm. right? Like Amanda got voted in 8-1. So then turn around and vote in Nelson Mm -hmm. was just horseshit. Like it was totally unnecessary. And like, you know, we could talk about how, who else would she vote in? Fair enough. Like, come on, really? Just just the excuse of, because you voted for me. Because you told him to. Like, you can't get mad at him for that. I think bare minimum, she at least said, like, well, it doesn't matter because she's going to bring, she's going to vote to go against me anyways. But either way, your point is, your point stands. And the thing that I was more focused on, though, in terms of these votes was, your man's a man well. And, you know, the whole thing about going at rookies, right? And, you know, because someone said, or it was Nelson who made the point about Amanda, like, you go down against the rookie because the rookie doesn't have the experience in a lot in playing a lot of these games. Mm -hmm. Perfect example, how these votes go down. So again, Tori picks Nelson, right? Cool, whatever her reasons are. Devin goes rookie. Nani goes rookie, right? And this is exactly why you go rookie, because the rookie doesn't understand the game. It's 2-2. Two, two. It's 2-1 at this point. And Emmanuel yeah. picks Devin to make it 2-1-1 one, one. instead of picking Nelson to like even up the numbers. And at least, you know, if there's a chance that let's say CT and uh, Kyle were like, hey, let's get rid of Nelson. If there's a chance. Yeah. You give them that chance. But instead, you basically burn your vote and pick Devin, which made no sense to me. But again rookie not understanding the game um and then and on top of that sorry maybe even not ct or or kyle but like casey couldn't decide who she wanted to vote for so if it was tied between you and nelson maybe casey picks nelson right and then that starts the train of getting that like it just made no sense but anyways it ends up being a manuel he clearly didn't understand that Mm -hmm. a lot of people this happens in real life too hide behind the momentum of votes exactly right because if you're like six in line and mm-hmm. someone's already down five one in a vote yeah well, or four one in a vote well then you're gonna be like oh well you weren't gonna win anyway so i just didn't want to ruffle any feathers yeah but you're right like he took he essentially took nelson out of the out of the voting so exactly i noticed that too it made no sense, but and so, Manuel was not mm-hmm. done fucking up here. <laughs> okay, it was obviously going to be a puzzle. So did okay. So in hindsight, okay, it's going to be a Manuel going in. He just did an elimination, so the chances are okay. If you play it out, they weren't going to let him do another endurance competition. They like that wouldn't be do fair. another endurance competition for insurance reasons. They're not going to do a headbanger mm, because okay. it, it looks real bad to have someone who's like still potentially gassed from their uh, endurance competition to then be doing a headbanger. Like that's asking for trouble, right? Yeah. So also you just have to, and like we talk about this all the time, your Ashleys, your Johnny Bananas, your CTs, your Wesses, 
even your Jordans and Kara's, like all the, the true vets, they know to think like a producer. And Sheldon, you're in the industry. As a producer, you're going to mix it up. You're going to, mm-hmm. you, you're doing three eliminations in a night. You haven't seen a puzzle yet. It's got to be a puzzle. Has there even been a puzzle elimination yet the whole season? There have been some that have involved puzzles. True, true, okay. But not like a pure puzzle, but like you have to know. Mm-hmm. No, it's totally fair. Um, but again, Manuel, he, again, even if he thinks that through, does he know enough that if he doesn't pick Devin, that who should he pick? Do you know, do you know what I'm saying? And like, that's a, that's a part that, and I'm not defending him because I think it's a, bad move by him and you know but let's let's get to the more interesting part of this because really like there's like i know we we've been talking about this for a while but the real interesting part of all of this was just the fact so okay so he picks Devin. cool there's three different puzzles that you have to get through right and let's get to the point the people listening to this pod know what happened so let's get to the point of this we can skip over the details of what the actual puzzles were but what I'll say is Emmanuel finishes his first puzzle before Devin, well before Devin, but he's struggling on the second puzzle. And your girl, Tori, starts trying to help him. And for the life of me, I don't understand her logic. Like, I don't, I, I honestly don't get it. And is it just that she's mad at Devin still for, because yeah. Devin, Devin treated her poorly, definitely. But if she said that, I feel like some people would understand. But instead, she is trying to say, well, I don't know. I want them both to win. And I hope they both win. And which makes no sense. Well, and Nelson and CT also think it makes no sense. Mm -hmm. And Kyle. And they're all immediately like, hey, what are you doing? Well, I'm cheering. I don't want either one of them to go home. Well, you're helping one of them. Like, yeah, that's you're casting your vote with your actions. Mm-hmm. If if she had just because like the first puzzle she's saying like like keep up the good work Devin good job Emmanuel and like just alternating between cheering for them but she she stopped and started helping and and, you, and you, it was after Devin specifically said do not help him <laughs> like yeah but he he said that because he heard her. Or he heard yeah. Casey, I think. I think Casey yeah. mentioned it first, but then Tori went ahead and, and, and full-on helped him. But the part, again, that I don't understand, or I guess the, the part that makes her look even more shady is the way that she did it because she was trying to be subtle about it or sneaky about it. And that tells, you're telling on yourself, right? Yeah. You're telling on yourself. Because if you weren't doing anything shady, you would be just saying it out loud. Or you would say, hey, Devin, I'm telling you at the same time, when you get to the next puzzle, all you have to do is put the number five in the middle and then work off that. But she didn't do that. Well, even then, I think it's shady because Devin knew that the five goes in the middle. Like that was the puzzle he knew best. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so she was giving... A man, well, the leg up on the thing that he was lacking, and he was lost, right? Like he oh, did not know. He did not know what to do at all. Devin catches up to him, and you know, CT is about to help Devin, and Devin's like, "Nope, nope, I want to do it on my own." What I thought was really cool. I like that from Devin, 
And uh, I can't say that I've been on Devin's uh, side a lot this season, but I will say that I thought that was a really dope move by him telling CT, no, 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 I don't need your help. I'm good. I got this. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. I, I know I'm team Devin forever, mm-hmm. but in this competition, he did show why he is dangerous. And I liked that he even waved people off, like did it himself. That was a pure Devin win. Yeah. Yeah. I, I give him, I give him credit. Like he comes back, he wins fairly easily, despite the fact that Emmanuel, I mean, Emmanuel only got to the third one because Tori literally told him what to do. Yeah. Just, and I, I shouts to Nelson for calling her out. Just like, wait, what are you doing right now? Cause it was just weird. Nelson was, really was spitting fire tonight. Like he, mm-hmm. he really was laying down truths. Yeah. I have an important question for you though. After Devin's win, I had to ask this. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? Or should the men not have all voted in CT? I know I just finished saying that it was definitely a puzzle. Mm-hmm. And that you would almost definitely lose in a puzzle. Or that I mean CT would win in a puzzle for sure. But you don't know until it happens. Yeah. Um, I think that even if you asked CT, he would say that would have been the smartest move for them to do. Yeah. Totally. Like, especially if you are a man well, like the first thing you say to Tori quietly is like, please vote in CT. Like when she gets it going. And yeah. then like you just have to hope if you're a man well that CT, that like Kyle and Devin and Nelson turn on CT, which would be tough. But yeah, it's but- your- only is it, chance but is it really turning on them right because it's like here's the thing right if you decide that you're gonna do that and you're gonna put ct in who is he gonna pick to go against so maybe kyle maybe yeah, probably kyle right like maybe he picks manuel because he's a rookie who knows right he, he probably would choose a manuel because he's a rookie but like at the end of the day, you got to shoot your shot and they haven't shit. Like if they lose to CT without even like the threat of CT going home at any point, that's just a massive failure by everyone involved. Yeah, absolutely. But we'll see. We'll see. Maybe, maybe the purge when the purge comes, uh, that's what will go down. So after, uh, Emmanuel is eliminated. And also, shout out to the cast, who I'm not sure if they're doing it purposely, but they all pronounce his name differently. (laughs) But Emmanuel gets sent home. And TJ announces, this is the final eight. They've made the final. Emmy collapses in tears. Mm -hmm. I have to say, Emmy cries more in a single episode of the show than I do in a year. Like, I don't know how she stays hydrated with that much crying. Like, that's a lot of crying. She cried yeah. when Emmanuel was eliminated and then cried again when she made the final. Yeah. I'm exhausted. Maybe she's just a really good actress. Maybe. <laughs> maybe she's just, maybe she, I don't know if you knew this, Sheldon, but she's doing it for her mom and grandma. And Romania. And Romania. How could you forget Romania? I'm Come sorry. On, um, so I don't know if we just to wrap up just what happened though. Should Devin be mad at Tori? Because I don't think he actually was. 
I think he was annoyed. Like I think it, I think it adds to the stress when all that's going on. Yeah. Like you're just trying to focus and like do your thing, mm-hmm. and you're like at least part of you thinking is thinking, what the fuck, Tori? <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. like yeah, silence is better because then you can at least focus. That's fair. And so again, I'll be honest, after this part of the episode, I was like, and every episode of the finale, when they go into the deep dive and give you everyone's backstory and who they're trying to win for and what they do with the money, I tune that out. I can't even lie to you. I'm just like, yeah, 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 cool, whatever, man. Cool story. Everybody's got a story, bro. Whatever. Yeah. I, just, I like that at this point, CT's story is like, I think it'd be cool to win back to back. Also, he this might as well just give him the... to lose. Like, oh, yeah. No one's definitely. stopping my guy. Right? Like, he'd be the, the favorite by far. You know, it'd be like, I don't know, betting uh, Patrick Mahomes to win MVP or whatever, even though it's probably going to be Do- Tom Brady at this point. But whatever, story for another day. Um, yeah, it's just weird. And like, again, the Casey and Nani thing popped up and just seeing them talk about him, like, I don't care about any of this. The only thing that I found semi-interesting was Tori, I think, taking stabs at Jordan, right? Just kind yeah. of being like, oh, I'm here to kind of prove that I can do this on my own. And, you know, here as a single woman and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, whoa. Now, again, I have no idea what happened in their relationship not trying to pretend as if I know what happened in their relationship, but I did find that a little interesting. I'll say it is. I have another question for you, Sheldon. Do you we like the Arkells? Sorry. I'm joking. I said, do you like the Arkells? Cause they just popped up on my TV behind this. I mean, I'm Canadian. Of course I do. Oh, okay. um, our American listeners look up Arkells. If you like rock music, they're good shit. Hmm, A-R-K-E-L-L-S as opposed to R. Kelly who you can no longer look up on Spotify Um, but we just talked about CT being the odds on favorite to win but my question for you is who are you rooting for in the final eight who do you (sighs) want to win Okay, this is going to sound weird but I think I was rooting for Nelson Oh my God, you've changed. Because here's the thing, like CT, I feel like I needed CT to at least go in one one elimination. You know what I mean? I needed that at least. Um, Devin, Devin's a little too cocky, you know, like he. I will not tolerate Devin's slander on this podcast. He he went into an elimination to make it a, a little bit better that he like earned his way into a final. Right. But like he finally got in an elimination in the perfect situation for him. And hey, maybe it's a matter of giving him credit because he played the season correctly. He played, pulled all the strings correctly. And by the time it was his time to go in, it was a perfect time for him to go in. So, you know, maybe I got to give him some credit for that, but I'm still not rooting for Devin, Um, not rooting for Kyle, not rooting for Casey or Nani. Um, not rooting for Tori. Who else is there? Definitely not rooting for Emmy. I actually said I'd be okay with any of them winning except Emmy. 
<laughs> he's definitely rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm not mad at any of them winning. Like if any of them won, I sound like I'm going to be upset. I'm not rooting against anyone. I'm I'm a I'm little rooting against Nani. I feel <laughs> like she coasted. But hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me rephrase that. I'm not rooting against Nani because it's not conceivable that she would win. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And I know that sounds mean, but come on. Like, do we really think that she would have a chance to win? No. No. But otherwise, I'd be into CT winning, Kyle winning, Devin winning, Tori winning. Sure. AC winning. Uh, even Nelson winning. Yeah. I haven't completely flipped on him like you, but like. I just think he's had a good season. He has had a good season. Here's the thing. I would rather see Corey win than Nelson. That's like fair. Out of those two, I prefer Corey by a wide margin. That's fair. But you're right. Nelson's had a good season. And like, I'm liking what we're seeing from him. That's fair. Totally yeah. fair. But yeah, let's get to the final, man. I thought yeah. it was interesting in, in just the way that it was all set up. They're individuals to start. And first things first, you got to put together a puzzle, those good old checkpoints that they love to have in every final. So put together a puzzle, then you got to race to the helicopter. And the helicopter drops you into a lake and you got to get your swim on. Like there's a, there's a lot going on here to start. And, you know, again, like it's kind of anticlimactic. I mean, I, I'm interested to see where the twist is going to come in terms of like, um, you know, how long you're going to be partners for or what you have to do with said team. You know, that part's kind of interesting, I guess. But what did you make of the overall like first stage of this? I I think I liked it. You know, a lot of running is classic stuff. They're going to fall from a height into water. Like it's very... It's very, I don't want to say formulaic, but, you know, we've seen Formulaic, yeah. The one thing I'll say is I couldn't believe how much they struggled, all of them, with putting together a puzzle of the map of the world. Did none of them... You're surprised at that? No, stop it. As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, this is going to not, this is not going to go well. The part that surprised me was the fact that Nani was like, oh, CT won, and he didn't even mess up his puzzle. And then she proceeded to still be last. That's the part that I didn't understand. Right? I like when so CT finished first, that stage first, and I like that when he like got to the helicopter, they had him say like you could hear him say, "Oh, I forgot to flip my puzzle," and I like as you said that it still didn't matter, but like that puzzle was what like eight pieces. How fa- in all sincerity, how fast do you think you could put that puzzle together? I don't know. I honestly don't know because I say this. I say the same thing. Our longtime listeners will know. I I know myself, and I feel like when I'm fatigued, when I'm tired, and kind of loopy, anything is possible, right? Like I'd like to think that I could focus in and be able to to handle simple tasks, but I know that in my normal life, <laughs> there are moments when I'm very tired just from a lack of sleep or just from being up very early in the morning recording a pod. And then sometimes very simple tasks that I struggle with. <laughs> so, I mean, would I be able to place Canada on a map? Yes. Would I have dropped one of the pieces on the floor? Probably not. But I know what you're saying. It wasn't like the most difficult thing. In the time it took you to answer that question, I'm confident I could have put together that map. I'm confident in you as well. 
thank you. Like, listen, there's a lot of stuff on the show I could not do. Mm-hmm. I know this. My knees hurt watch them watching them scramble up that like mountain with all the loose rocks. Like I could not do that. Mm-hmm. My knees would blow out for sure. But put together a basic map of the world, forget about it. Like in a heartbeat. Um, it was it was funny to me because the people who you thought would do well ultimately did well. CT was first, Tori was second. Uh, Nelson actually, I guess, was a bit of a surprise. He finished third. Then Devin, followed quickly by Casey and Kyle. Emmy cheats off of others, still takes time, finishes seventh. And Nani just cannot catch up. She finishes eighth. So That's then they get to fly off in the helicopter in twos. Mm-hmm. And whoever finished first out of each pair gets to drop first. Some of them were making a big deal out of jumping out of the helicopter. Am I wrong in thinking it wasn't that high? Like they've all fallen from bigger heights. Yeah, like it looked like week. it looked fairly low. Like they were getting pretty low to the water and to the point where I was like, oh, I think I'd be able to do that. <laughs> so, yes, I, I, I agree with you on that for sure. The one thing I'll say is I've never been in a helicopter, but I've been near a helicopter Mm -hmm. as it's like taking off. And it is a stressful thing. Like helicopters themselves are stressful. They're super noisy. They uh, affect your ability to breathe because it sort of like knocks the wind out of you. Mm -hmm. So I will give them the benefit of the doubt. Helicopters... I think it's the helicopter that would throw me off more than the height. Okay. That makes sense. That's fair. Totally fair. Um, and then, I mean, it essentially ends up being the race through water. I really want to try one of those. I don't know what those machines are called. Those sea things. It's not yeah, a sea but it kind of, I don't know what it's called. It pulls you along. Yeah. looks really cool. I'd like to try that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Nelson, I thought it was just funny that like, you know, the way that everything ended up playing out in terms of getting to the next station and having to put together the, the puzzle, Nelson actually got there first, didn't really have much of a lead, but then Devin comes and Devin just blows through everybody. And I love that he was close enough that he was still chirping everyone. Yeah. Right? Like while they're trying to put it all together, he's chirping them. I thought that was really funny. That's, um, that's my guy. This is my line of the episode. He says in confessional, now I just need these cast members to do what they do best. Be idiots. Yeah. Well played. He's not wrong. (laughs) Definitely not wrong. So then comes, I want to call it one of the biggest twists because so Devin gets to, there's two platforms and basically you're going to pick teams at this point. And, you know, it's anticlimactic just because of the order that it went into. Right. In terms of like, you know, CT would want to work with Devin, you know, vice versa. And then like if they were picking their team, right, if Devin was picking his team, that's probably the team that he would pick. CT, Tori and Emmy. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of anticlimactic. But I thought it would have been really funny if people came and kind of scrambled order where there are actual decisions that needed to be made. Because in this instance, there weren't decisions that needed to be made. Right. So. 
that part was kind of anticlimactic to me. I thought about that too. Like imagine, imagine a final where Tori and Amanda are still in. Like let's say Amanda had called down Nani, mm-hmm. beat Nani. So Amanda's in there. Mm-hmm. Are Amanda and Tori going to be on the same team? Right. Maybe not. Right? right. And then like yeah. Nelson is going to go with Amanda for sure. You know, like it's sort mm-hmm. of, yeah, it divvies it up a little bit. It mixes it up. Totally. Totally. So the teams end up being, uh, well, CT, Emmy, Tori, and uh, Yamans, <laughs> Devin. And then you got Kyle, Nelson, Nani, and Casey. Now, should the second team be worried? that they struggled so far in terms of them being, you know, in quote unquote last place, should they be worried about that fact? A hundred percent. Oh, okay. Because listen, Kyle, when, when they're running, Kyle passed a bunch of people. Yeah. Like Kyle is no slouch at the running, which is what you need. Mm -hmm. Nelson is probably the fastest person left in this final. Mm-hmm. Casey and Nani are not slow people either. Correct. That is a, a decent team physically. Agreed. The problem is what separates people in the finals are puzzles. Correct. Mm-hmm. And that other team is going to clean up at puzzles. Well, it's just CT and Devin, right? And, and you know, the only thing that could mess them up puzzle wise is just miscommunication. Right, like yeah. not being able to figure out what the hierarchy is in terms of who's taking the lead. There's one other thing that's coming. They haven't hinted at it, but it's coming that the purple diamond, which mm-hmm. is CT's team, we'll call it, has an advantage in. Okay. You know they're going to have to eat gross food. Yeah. Yeah. Who's going to be better at eating gross food? CT. I think he eats gross food in his spare time. He's not like Tony, Mm -hmm. but he can put it away. Mm -hmm. Devin and Tori can put it away, that gross food. We haven't really seen Emmy get tested on that, but that's three out of four that'll do okay. Nani and Casey have come up short on eating gross food in the past. True. Casey at least tried to give it a good effort. Nani, not so much. But as mentioned, Nani isn't really the greatest of competitors. So it's it's not just puzzles. There's gross food coming. Mm -hmm. It's fair. That's that's a problem. That's two problems. I think, though, I needed a bit more of a cliffhanger to end this episode because this is essentially where the episode ends, right? Yeah. And like, I think I needed a little more of a cliffhanger now. I don't know what that cliffhanger would have been. Because obviously I don't know what's coming up. I mean, TJ strongly hints that there may be a purge to whichever team finishes second. Yeah, so we'll we'll see. We'll see. I'm I'm interested to see what'll happen in the next episode for sure. Yeah. So I have to ask you, Sheldon, who killed it for you this week? See, this was a tough one. Because, yeah, this was a tough one. I mean, we got eliminations that went down. Um, We had people go home. Emmanuel had to take part in two eliminations in the same, like, 20 minutes or whatever it was. Um, So I'm going to go flip side on this one. And I'm going to give an LVP 
Oh. It's, and it's Tori. Oh. Just because, like, your gameplay is just messy. And, you know, we haven't done this on a consistent basis, but the doing too much award, like, Tori, hands down. Like, were you really I, that mesmerized that by Manuel that you were like, I'm going to root for him to stay? Like, yeah. I, I don't get it. It was really weird. I noted that she was doing too much mm-hmm. yeah. in my notes, and I'm glad you brought it up. Because she was. She yeah. was doing too much. She's uh, my LVP. Who's your MVP? I think I'm going to go with Nelson. Wow. Okay. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to say Nelson had a really good episode. Mm-hmm. He was spitting facts with mm-hmm. uh with Amanda. She should have listened to him. He called Tori on her considerable bullshit. Mm-hmm. He um actually did well on a puzzle. It was a good performance from Nelson. He got flummoxed by that uh, second checkpoint. Yeah. He's looking good. The one yeah. thing that he's doing is doing too much with celebrating too hard, which is annoying CT. Yeah, that was funny. But, you know, he's I get doing it. okay. He's excited. I get it. Yeah. Act like you've been there before. But but what if you haven't been there before? That's That's fair. And he is not. Yeah. Where can the good people find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at Shell Alexander and on Instagram at Sheldon Alexander. Like, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And yeah, subscribe to the YouTube page. Like, comment, all that fun stuff. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Hill. And until next week, this was You Killed It. I can't yell. It's too late on a Sunday. It's been a long week. I'm sorry. I can y'all, shall I y'all? If you want to. You killed it. I wasn't gonna bully you into it. I don't I did not feel bullied. <laughs>